Hello, everybody, our wonderful caregivers and listeners. Uh, welcome to the Caregiver's Care Jar. This is Vaughn Foy, the voice brander, and I'm here with my wonderful friend and co-host, Christy. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, we are looking forward to another great episode. Um, first of all, thank you all for tuning in. And uh, we've already been getting uh, feedback from those that have been listening to the program. And uh, it seems like everyone that we're sharing it with is like automatically, no matter what atmosphere or an environment or room space, um, that you immediately, you know, connect with other caregivers. They're like, oh, man, yeah, I'm doing that, too. Or my friend's doing that or so-and-so, you know, moved back out of state to go be with their parent or mm -hmm. something happened to their child. And now they're in that case and um, just finding more and more about how common and how um, I don't know if common is the word, but how um, there, there's so many of there's so many caregivers. Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah, common. Yeah, common it's a is lot. a good word. It's pretty common. Every um, every household usually has somebody they care for. Yeah, yeah, Just and it's, about. it's big. Um, and so we with the caregivers uh, care jar. Um, for those that's watching on the video, uh, we have our kind of our. Um, it's not a mascot. It's kind of like our logo. <laughs> <laughs> we got a real care jar here and. Um, um, it's all with color, so when you go on the website or on the Facebook page, you can see it. But um, we made it this morning, and it's it's looking it really fun. good. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. But we are the voice and the ear for caregivers, and um, we share with the stories and the people that come on the program. They interview and they share about their insights, their experiences. And then also um, on our Facebook page and email, we also receive the your stories and questions, um, and we're here to listen and to um, answer and to either um, address or somehow support in some way and care and to give advice. Um, this is all about you. This is all about us. You know, we're caregivers and um, we need support and we need um, to know that we are supported and that we're not alone. And that's yes. one of the things. Yes, absolutely. So we always, um, as always, in every episode, um, if you're listening to this us for the first time, <clears throat> we know that becoming a caregiver is a we it's a calling, and yes. um, that we are um, um, that it's happening for us and it's not happening to us. Mm -hmm. All right. So today's episode is um, entitled um, "It's Okay Not to, to Be Okay." okay. <laughs> And I think Chrissy's going to have a lot to. Yeah, share I can. I can share on that. So, and you know, last episode you shared about, um, you know, how fun it was taking your mom to the bathroom on church Sunday, and that was new to you, right? right? And as situations come, you know, that starts to become our norm, actually, right? Right. right. Like that doesn't just happen once; mm -hmm. that'll happen many times over, and. It gets us to a place, or it can get us to a place. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. It can get us to a place where if every day you're swimming upstream, you can get really tired mm -hmm. and really exhausted pretty quickly, in right. fact, especially if we're not, you know, taking the time to self-care for ourselves. And um, so I just wanted our listeners out there to know that, yeah, days pile up. 
they definitely pile up and we don't always have an outsource, right? Mm. Um, and it's pretty common for someone to be like, hey, how are you doing? Mm. You know, because they want to reach out and it's really okay to say, I'm not okay. Right. Because we try to act like we have it all together. Right. But on the inside, whoo. Yeah, it's like not. Yeah. Why do we, why do we do that? Why do we? Um, maybe some look good sunglasses sometimes. Just, you know, um, not really sure, to be honest with yeah. you. I mean, that's a really good question. That's a time to check in. Mm-hmm. What's coming up for us? Why? Why are we trying to make it seem like everything's okay when the people around us know that yeah. not everything's okay? Yeah. And give ourselves permission. Give ourselves permission to have the feelings, the grief. You know, the loss of our, you know, daily freedom that we used to have. Because mm. I can honestly say for me, you know, once my son was born, I didn't have much relief after that. I mean, we lived in ICU, mm. you know, in the critical care unit with the in the baby ward. So it and was a lot. Oh, at that time, I was 20. Okay. Yeah. So, so 20. two other kids at home, mm-hmm. a lot of juggling, you know, thank goodness for grandma who watched the other two kids. Right. And then, you know, just trying to every couple days check in with the other ones and say, hey, remember me? I'm your mom. <laughs> wow. You know, and of course, life still happens. You mm. still have jobs to go to and, you know, things like that. So it can get really overwhelmed very quickly. Mm. And, um, yeah, reach out. Reach out to um, – and we're busy, so we don't always have time to pick up the phone and reach out. Right. But, you know, the people that are helping support you in that moment – Um. If there are some, because sometimes there's not. It's okay. Go cry. Mm -hmm. Go cry. Mm -hmm. Go sit in the bathroom. Go cry. Release what you got to release. And, you know, move forward. Mm. But it's not always easy to do that. Right. Because some people, like, you know, I have cried in many hospital bathrooms, okay? Um, Doctors don't usually have good news sometimes when Mm -hmm. you're at the hospital, right? Right. So it just... um, yeah, it's just important. It's just important to make sure that um, you release honestly how you feel mm. because it can bottle up. And for me, and the reason I'm sharing and the reason it's so important is because I became a rageaholic. A whataholic? A rageaholic. A rageaholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, was very angry. I didn't mm. like my circumstances and I didn't like, you know, just that everything was chaotic. Mm. And there was no break. And right. it got to be really tough. And swimming uphill got harder and harder and harder. And trying to function and miss my other kids and miss, mm. you know, my husband and doctors telling me what I didn't want to hear. Mm. And when is it going to end? Mm. You know, kind of thing. Um, there was no answers. Mm. I mean, we didn't even have a diagnosis for the first five years. So I really was stacking up my emotions. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, my kids got to see the part of that that wasn't fun, right? Mm -hmm. Because, of course, you're not going to act like a fool out in public, right? (laughs) Right. But the meltdowns at home, you know. And they don't understand. They're like, oh, she's crying and, you know. And they're crying and we're crying and everyone's crying. So, Mm. yeah, you just get to really work with what you have. And it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not answer the phone just Mm. because people are calling. 
Right. And especially now with, um, I'm sure back then you didn't have text and. You know what I used to do back then? Because um, that was 1991-ish, right? Was it 19, cell phone? It was, we didn't have cell phone. We had pagers. We did have the cute little pagers. Okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, we had our house phones. Right. We right. had our house phones. And when I would get home, I'd pull the jack out of the wall. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't want people calling me and asking me how I was because I didn't want to give them an answer they didn't want to hear. Wow. Because I was like, do you really want to know how I'm doing? Mm. Or do you, you know, I mean, I think, think so thankful that they were calling and checking on me, right? And I right. know that they wanted to pray for me and things like that. But yeah, mm. just to get an update. And a lot of times I didn't want to give updates. Right. I didn't want to repeat what was just said and right. what was just told. And then the phone, you hang up and the phone rings again. And now you got to tell someone else yeah. all the bad news over and over. And it gets really frustrating. Mm. So, yeah, I just wanted mm. people out there to know. You know, when we're struggling as caregivers and times are really tough and there's no let up, mm, mm-hmm. it's okay not to be okay. Right. You mean even on your regular day-to-days, right? Right. Right. You know, you wake up and you're just in a funky mood. It's okay. It's like... It's like, phew, can I just get a coffee without getting interrupted? <laughs> yeah. You know, something. Yeah. Because then you're... Our regular lives, or you know, yeah, our, well, just being a full time caregiver, yeah, and you're the only person helping that person, right? And they're 24 hour care, right? You don't get to sleep a lot, no, nope. you might get one or two hour nap, and then you get to go back to helping them, and it's a you know, an ongoing process, right? And there's still a world outside where you got to do grocery shopping at some point, <laughs> right. and you've got to pay bills, and you, I mean, there's you know. And you get to be the juggler. Right. So, yeah, it's just really important to know Mm. that um, reach out when you can, read when you can. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, take your time. Take your time to self-honor you when you can. Mm. Because for me, I was like, okay, I've got an hour. Let's take a nap. Right. You know. Get some sleep before. Try to get some sleep before I really turn into a. You know, a crazy lady. Right. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, and I had other kids, right? I had to juggle. So, and people, and, and, you know, not having a bad attitude for the people that are trying to help you. Right. Right? That's important. <laughs> not trying to reject the help. That's yeah, you're not trying to bite the hand that feeds you, right? right? right. And so... That was something I still always tell my kids. Because <laughs> they were, you know, they'd be themselves too, right? And we're all hurting. We're all, yeah. so, you know, everyone's trying to adjust to circumstances. And, yeah, they would snap at me and I'd be like, hey, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Because I can just as easy take a nap and not make dinner, you know, something. So, yeah, you just, you get to, uh, you get to ride the waves. You get yeah. to ride the waves and you get better at it. You do get better at it because for some people, there's not going to get better. Right. There's not. And right. in my circumstances, there was no, it's not going to get better. In fact, it's going to get worse. Right. You know, and for years and years, I was waiting for the worst to come. Mm. And 28 years later, it still hasn't come. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But riding those waves and those roller coasters and those emotional Mm-hmm. Take you through and up and down and <clears throat> drives you bananas. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and there's times too where there's a lot of times where you like in your case you were surrounded. Well, you, you had a you had your kids. I had my kids. Your, your other kids. Mm-hmm. Your grandma that's there, and and um, and sometimes even you're, it's still you though. Yeah. Because you're the caregiver, and they can either help or not help. And sometimes, you know, I can, you know, like, um, you know, my son was 13, 12, no, 12. So he's, you know, my kid. And, and sometimes it may not, you may expect to help, but what do you expect to help? Because he's going through his. Right, right. He's a teenager, you know. Right. And, um, um, and then other family members may just either have, um, they either reject the whole situation. And well, they might not be emotionally available to help you. Emotionally available, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they might just not be able to. And that was something I had to learn. Mm. Because I was like, what do you mean they're not checking in on me? Like, I need them. Right. But for them, it was, you know, something that they weren't really able to handle. Right. You know, and I didn't understand that. Right, right. Yeah, so I was like mm. a little hurt by that. Sure. You know, by some friends and family. Yeah. Like they're either not emotionally... Um, ready or even where uh, like in my case um you know some people that are close for like years and years to our family and um and at first you know everybody when they hear the news Mm -hmm. um they're concerned and you know anything i can do to help but after a month or two or you know longer then it's yeah, it's usually a week. Yeah, <laughs> they go back to well. I got to get back. To I got to get back to my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm helping, yeah. but uh, I can't. I can't help you at that that capacity, or I choose yeah. not to, or I'm not in the capacity to right. help. And um, and then then you're back on the. Mm-hmm. Okay, now who's going to help? Yeah, who's going to help? Okay, it's me, and and uh, and you're not in an okay place. It's like yeah, this is frustrating and. Then you start questioning, like, well, why doesn't anybody else, no one else cares, no one else feels, no one else cares like I do. And but, Right. But then you, you, you learn that, uh, you learn that others may not be in that right. space. Right. Or this is not, and this is not their call. That's right. It's not their calling. <laughs> it's not their calling. Yeah. And, and you honor that and respect that and, and learn to. Okay, uh, where's my help? It's not their lesson to learn. Yeah. yeah, it's not their lesson to learn. Yeah, right. Because it's not their, it's not their lesson. That's good. It's not their lesson to learn. It's not their. Yeah. It's not their path. Yeah, I had lots of arguments with God. Let me tell you, and I didn't know God then. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you talk about being a little rage, you know. Mm. I was really angry, and yeah. You know, yeah. the neighbors would come and, oh, honey, we'll pray for you, and I'm mm. like, hmm. Thanks. Thanks. That's not really resonating. Right <laughs> You're <now>. like, <laughs> pray for me all you want. The dishes still aren't getting done, and I still got laundry to do, and I got a screaming kid that needs to go to the doctor, and yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, I will never say that prayer doesn't help. Mm-hmm, right. But right. It but doesn't wash the dishes. It doesn't wash the dishes. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, and I had to get into a place where I was, I had to be okay with how things were. Mm. And I didn't want to surrender. And I didn't because in my mind, surrendering meant I was giving up. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's mm-hmm. trying to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Trying to go with the flow. And if anybody that, you know, grew up with me, I don't always go with the flow. <laughs> right? Right. I'm like, that's a good idea until it's not a good idea. And then you can't convince me at all. I'm like the most stubborn person ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I I really struggled and things had to be right. And mm. things had, you know, that's my personality. Right. You know, my analytical mind. Well, why would I do that? That's not right. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, yeah, things to me had to look a certain way. You know, kids had to be in bed at a certain time. You know, structure, mm. organization. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. <laughs> ever going in my direction ever and yeah so the anger would grow and grow and grow and i didn't know how to release it i didn't even have the tools to even know how to release the anger and pain right. you know and then thankfully i did run into some people that were you know able to help me mm. and counseling and some anger management i highly recommend the anger mm. managed workbook Mm. I went through it three or four times mm. on many, many occasions. Wow. Um, Super and helpful. I took some anger classes. Right. Because I was just so out of control with my rage that, mm. you know, I definitely didn't want to take it out of my kids. Um, you know, but you didn't want to walk around with an attitude either. Mm. You know what I mean? And like I said, when you go out in public, you know, you smile. Mm-hmm. You put on keep your pretty it, skin. Keep it on. But when you're at home, you're like, don't ask me to do anything. I know you need to eat. It'll get done. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) You're just in the wrong attitude, right? And it it took a lot of growth. It took a lot of growth. It took a lot of understanding. Mm. Why? Why is any of this happening? And why don't we have answers? And why, Mm. you know, we didn't get a diagnosis, like I said, till he was five. And then even the medications and the things that needed to be done, he was so critical, couldn't be done. You know, so you're still at a standstill, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we know what's wrong with them and and we don't know how to treat that syndrome. Wow. Yeah. So I waited, you know, that was at five. I waited 20 more years until I met a doctor when he was 25 that knew how to treat the syndrome. Wow. So I just kept taking this child to a doctor that was like, yep, he's sick. I'm going to treat him like he has COPD and emphysema because these are the signs and symptoms that he's showing. We will treat the symptoms. Mm. Never knew how to treat my son. Wow. And so, you know, it became quite frustrating. Mm. And then when you try to, you know, some doctors are there to help and care and some (laughs) doctors are there to be like, well, I'm a doctor. I know a little bit more about you. Mm. And I'm like, but do you know about the syndrome? Because if you don't, (laughs) then I'm sorry. Right, right. Just give me a breathing treatment and some antibiotics, please, you know. <laughs> and so you got to try not to have an attitude with the doctors. And you got to try to be nice with the staff because they're there to help you. Right. I mean, in, I work in a hospital now. I'm a staff member. And, yes, we truly just want to help. Right. But I will say I am one of those ones that one of the moms that came in. <laughs> hope, feeling hopeless, feeling overwhelmed, mm. feeling exhausted, mm. you know. Here's my kid again. What can we do? Mm. Well, you know, the prognosis is really poor. Yep, I do. Mm. You know, here we go again, you know, same routine over and over and over. So, yeah, it gets redundant. And you just get to work with what you have. 
And give yourself grace. I never gave mm. myself or my kids enough grace. Mm. You know, they were going through it too. What does that look like for like our listeners when you say, you know, give give yourself grace and give others grace? Like, it's more of like, and probably in hearing this podcast, like um, learning how to, you know, that whole understanding, like, okay, I'm going through this. It's not changing anytime soon. Right. Um, this is how it is. And and this is your first time going. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't know anything about this or you're learning about it as you mm-hmm. go. And you're dealing with this and this and it's kind of totally opposite from what you want or what was happening before right. all of this happened. Right. And now all this adjustment and pivot is made and you don't know if you're doing things right you don't know if i guarantee you're probably not yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's just be honest because right. you're learning you're just experimenting right? you're learning i mean how many times do you try to ride a bike and you fall yeah you know That's... you got to get up and keep riding the bike and keep trying and keep trying to balance and give ourselves grace for and give yourselves grace that you know what i'm i'm trying Mm-hmm. I'm learning as I go. And it's almost like you, you become, uh, you, you have to become your own cheerleader. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I had, I had got the book, His Needs, Her Needs. Because, mm. you know, I had to work on my marriage because I was a rageaholic. <laughs> and, um, you know, in reading it, I really thought, you know what? I could use these tools for my kids, just kind of fine-tune some mm. of the mm-hmm. adjustments. And I kept that posted on my refrigerator, mm. his needs, her needs, because I had a son and a daughter. Mm. And so when I go to the refrigerator, I wanted to make sure and keep myself in check that I was, you know, keeping them in my heart right. and filling them with words of kindness and love. Because I can tell you, most days I woke up worried, scared, right? Right. Because right. I'd wake up to my son not breathing, right? Right. Um, And so Mm. I didn't really have time to put on, you know, compassion underpants before I ran to, you know, go take care of them, right? (laughs) You know, those big grandma panties that say compassion really wide across the back, you know? And so, you know, I'd start my day in fear and I'd start my day in panic. And then you're like, what time is it? What day is it? I was just up two hours ago. You know, you're always at a loss for time, sleep deprivation. Hello. Right. I think I'm the queen of that. Hmm. Um, and you know, you just try to balance, you try to figure it out. But I did, I kept both his needs and her needs on the fridge. One to remind, you know, myself of how I needed to treat my husband, Hmm. which I did fail miserably time and time and time again. Hmm. And, um, you know, same for my kids because they're going through it too. And they sure weren't born with the manual saying, okay, you're going to be born with a sick brother and here's, you know. Here's some instructions for your crazy mom and, right. <laughs> you know, here's some tips for your dad. You know, they didn't get that book in the mail. Right. We didn't have Amazon delivery back then. <laughs> so, you know, I just had to really, really step into compassion mm. and just say, you know, I'm not the only person in the boat. Right. Even though some days I was the only person in the boat taking right. care of my son. Right. You know, there's people who are, you know, reaching out, neighbors, friends, family who are trying to help with what they can help, right? you know, right. to where they're at. And yeah, you know, 
I, I did. I did have friends that would come and try to help, and they're like, wow, this is really more than I can handle. Mm-hmm. And they were honest, and mm-hmm. they were open. And mm-hmm. then I didn't feel like, oh, I lost a friend because, you know, right. they, they just didn't want to be around me, right. you know. But it's true. They have their life, too. Right. You know, and they have families, and they have jobs, and, you know, they weren't dealt right. the gift that you're dealing with. Right. And I do say a gift because it is our, our journey. It is. It yeah. doesn't feel like it. Oh, heck no. At all. But it is It is a gift. It is. Yeah. It is it's, mm. it's our, you know, it's our faith strength. Mm. And, um, you know, like I said, I didn't always believe in God. Mm-hmm. So I had to really learn to trust not just myself, but, you know, just stepping into things, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't, I didn't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Right. I was scared of prayer. Mm. And if the Lord saw how I was behaving earlier that morning <laughs> and the words that were coming out of my mouth, mm, <laughs> I had a lot of repenting to do. You know what I mean? So I just, I never felt like I had it right. right. And I just was walking in confusion always scared, mm. you know, didn't want to even go to the grocery store because what if my son stops breathing in the grocery store kind of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, no one wanted to watch my kid while I went to the grocery store because they didn't want to be responsible for what was going to happen if something bad happened. So, right. yeah, I mean, you get to a point where you have to really juggle and you get creative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> improvise. You learn how to improvise. Yeah, yeah. There's like we say, plan A, B, C, and D <laughs> right. all the way to Z. All the way to Z. And, you know, it doesn't have to look a certain way. In fact, it won't look a certain way. So that's where surrender comes in. Yeah. Yeah. To accept what how it's gonna flow because it's always gonna it's not yeah, it's not gonna be the how person you... you're taking care of has a completely different <laughs> agenda on how things are gonna go. I guarantee you. And don't think they woke up with their compassion panties on either because they didn't. They might, you know, they're, they're the ones struggling. Right. That's, and that's, you You know, they're a human in the, under those clothes and they have a heart and, you know, they, they don't want to be in that position. Right. Right. So, Hmm. yeah. Yeah. It just takes a lot of, um. Calibrating is our word for today. (laughs) It takes a lot of calibrating Mm. and you get to just go with the flow. Mm. Yeah. But when you're not, but, and when you're, as you calibrate, you know, as you're off, if you feel off course, because you will, because you're off the course of perfect or you're off the course of feeling you've done it right. Yeah. Uh, you will have some some victories, and you celebrate those big time. Absolutely, you got to celebrate at the end of every day. Yeah, that was one thing that I really, really learned. Mm. If you're not celebrating you, I mean, heck, we got to the doctors on time, right? And nobody lost a limb, and everyone had clothes on. Right. I mean, that's a celebration. <laughs> that's right. It is. It's and really, I know there's beat. moms out there laughing because I know how many times <laughs> did I show up and we're like, "Where the heck did your ding shoe go? <laughs> you had two on when I put you in the car." Right, right you know do yeah. count my children do i have them all wow i mean there's just days yeah yeah there is just days where you're like hello 
I'm here on time. Thank you. Because, of course, you get to the doctor on time and then you get to wait two or three hours for your appointment, right? Exactly. So, and don't be 15 minutes late because that'll make you reschedule. Right. Yeah. That kind of baloney. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I I got to be a really good sitter. Mm. I knew how to sit Mm. and wait (laughs) really well. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just important to me because, yeah, it was such a fun episode, you know, last episode. Mm. And, you know, yeah, we can laugh about. We got to find reasons to laugh, right? We got to find. But the reality is life happens. Right. And day to day sets in. Right. And it gets tough. Yeah. It gets real tough. And then, you know, when I was married, I had to, you know, I didn't have the check-in of, why are you trying to take out your spouse? He's just as miserable as you, you know? Mm. He's been working all day. He's been worried. He's coming home, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. And I'm waiting for, well, I can't wait for him to get home. Then he can help me with these kids, you know? <laughs> I had my own agenda, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, God, I've been working all day. I can't wait to just go home and sit with the kid and watch TV and rest. Right. I'm like, we got laundry to fold. Right, right. <laughs> you know, task list out. Yeah. List it out, right. And I'm a tasky person. Mm-hmm. Like, I will task myself, you know, mm-hmm. I want the checklist completed before I go to bed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that had to get thrown out the window. Oh, my gosh. The highlighters, you know, people had highlighters on their foreheads. I was just a hot <laughs> mess, you know. But, mm. yeah, it just, yeah, you got to wear those compassion panties. Yeah. And compassion is a really long word. So for us ladies who have big rear ends, it's okay. <laughs> they will fit comfortably because sometimes we need that extra compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And when, you know, when it's, when back to like, when it's not okay <clears throat> and being able to share that or know how and who to share that with. Yeah, because not everybody wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> like like you were saying earlier, is it do you, when people are, you know, how's everything? Are you okay? And you're like, at do that you, point, uh, do you really want to know? Do you really want to know what just, I just went through the last hour? Or do you, would you prefer for me just to say, <laughs> everything's really wonderful. Thank you for asking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I had to watch, or I, I've, I've been having to learn to be honest, yeah. Um, when people, because before and yeah, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a smiler, I'm a always wanting to help, and you are too, yeah. like, but always wanting to help someone else, or always yeah. wanting to be the solution or the the savior or the oh, if I if I can see something, um, <laughs> I was uh, talking with. Um, my assistant earlier and then we were talking about the movie robots and mm-hmm. you know uh see a need feel a need kind of thing yeah and that's, yeah you know um be a good resource for that so but when i'm in need and 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 being a caregiver and it's like people are like, hey how's you know how's everything going and i have to watch myself from the the automatic response that's, oh, you know, things, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and always looking for the good to say yeah, or the positive The positive, to say. optimistic. Optim- yeah, super, I'm super optimistic. And then, but times I've been learning to be, to kind of pause and tell the truth. Not in like Yeah. The, well, and it's okay to say today's just not a good day. 
Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. We have our good days and our bad days. Yeah. Today's not a bad, bad day. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times lately, I'm like, it's been a really bad, bad day. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, my son just had pneumonia the last month, right? right. So, right. yeah, I'm getting text messages and, you know, phone calls, just checking in. Yeah. Today's a better day. Today's not a better day. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Being able to say that. And you can just, for me, that's been more helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, than. It's more honest. Yeah. Then, oh, let me tell you, oh, he yeah. hacked up this and he. Yeah, Mom and everyone here, they don't want to hear all that. Right. <laughs> they don't want to hear, well, I just washed my hair for the fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah they don't want to know. Yeah, because I'm brutally honest, so I will tell you the truth, <laughs> right. whether you, you might not want to hear what I have to it's say. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So on my, I had to learn to be honest to... So it's more so being honest with myself. Like, totally be honest with yourself. On, like, don't put the mask like everything is all yeah uh, especially for you it. guys yeah it's like yeah i was talking with another uh gentleman at a, a networking workshop and when i told him about the podcast and you know he's doing the same we we're like almost twins doing the same thing with his mom mm-hmm. and um it was it was uh relieving to see how he was you know man i'm you know I gotta do whatever I can for my mom, and other family members don't feel the same. And you know, his fr- being able to say his frustration, right? And even down the road, hey, when I'm running out of money right now, it's everything's coming out of pocket, and yeah, yeah. I know at some point down in the future, when all the resources that I have run out, she's gonna have to go into a right. place where I don't want her to go into, you know, right, right, call a warehouse or, you know, and to see him, it was. It was freeing for me as well to see, I'm like not you said, alone. another yeah, I'm not alone. And there's another, mm-hmm. you know, there's another guy that is taking care of his mom, and and there's these true emotions about um, about the struggles because yeah. we don't like you know we we talked in other episodes we don't we don't really we don't it's not so much natural. Yeah, my husband wasn't big on sharing how he was feeling. Yeah. He would disappear. Mm hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. So he could go hide and go through his emotions. You know what I mean? Because he didn't want me to see that. And that for me was actually harder. Mm hmm. You know? That was harder for me to deal with because then I got more angry and more resentful. Like, well, what makes him think he can leave the house for, you know, Mm -hmm. that amount of time and leave me here dealing with this? Right. And mind you, I wasn't the nicest person when he got home, (laughs) but I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, I mean, we had a cycle of chaos. You know what I mean? It became a cycle of chaos. And so, yeah, the anger management classes, I had to just focus on what could I fix? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't fix my husband. Right. And I couldn't fix his emotions because I didn't know how to fix my own. Right, right. Yeah. So I really just had to fix me. Yeah. And that's what we did. Everyone got to counseling. Everyone got to, you know, you name it. We did it. Oh, you have a suggestion? Please give it to me. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of the self, um, you, you have to look into self and get either get help whether it's talking to someone, getting yeah. professional counseling help, um, um, somebody that's going to feed some kind that, of relief, some yeah. kind of relief to where you can share um, all the frustrations, unbiased, <clears throat> you 
And um, yeah, because you can't talk to everybody. Can't talk to everybody because a lot of people will still judge your circumstances, right? Because they haven't lived it, right? And they'll yeah. think that you well, you should you should be. You know what you should do? Let me tell you what you should do. Yeah, and it's like, no, that doesn't work. You're like, <laughs> um, have you met my family? Right. It's like, <laughs> well, all you have to do is you know. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that will work. Yeah. Not in my house. So yeah, it's like no, that's not okay. Like, I, thank you. I, thank you. Yep, you thank you let for me your know advice. Thank exactly you. um, what not to tell you in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to you, uh, everything is just just everything's great. great. Everything, everything for you is just great. <laughs> but no, someone that where you can be like really, man, open I can't and stand honest. this. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I am. You know, um, and but there is there's 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 others out there, and you know, there's resources and. Yeah, and I think it's beautiful that you and that other gentleman were able to reach out and get some relief, yeah. right? Yeah, it was like a, you know, <laughs> releasing the, from releasing the pressure, the pressure yeah. from the kettle pot. Oh yeah, my goodness, like, yeah. Wow, there's not long. So, guys, you know, so important. More that we, you know, share, and I, and it may not be a macho or a masculine thing, but the thing it in in the caregiving and when we're taking, especially. And I'm I'm coming from my mom's perspective, but it, it could be your dad, which would be if it was my dad, it'd be a total whole different yeah. thing. Or even if it was my child, um, you yeah. know, um, if if my son was um, in that, it would be like just heart wrenching, and I would it would actually probably be much harder. It it's is hard easier. to watch your kids suffer. Yeah, I've yeah. never watched a parent suffer. So I can't speak on that, but mm-hmm. it is really hard to watch your child suffer. Yeah, and you and you can't do anything. No, and doctors couldn't do anything either. Right. Yeah, so that was like, wow. even more frustrating. Mm. Yeah, and they would tell me that we can't do. We're anything. really sorry. You yeah. probably won't make it through the week. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I know this. Wow. And another week would go by, and he'd still be. <laughs> wow. So yeah, my yeah. my anxiety level was. Usually through the roof. Yeah. And yeah, I I wasn't very social. I was really hard to get along with um, because I just tried to stay in my own element so I wouldn't hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In my mind, I'm like, I'm going to go off on somebody. (laughs) Like I didn't want to be in people's space. Right. Because I wasn't in a good space in my head. Mm. You know, I just wanted, could I just get to my house and be with my three kids? Like just give me my bubble. Right. That's what I referred it to. Just give me my bubble. And let me just chill and right. be there and just do what I need to do. Wow. Because I wasn't always with all three of my kids because a good more than 50% of the time, more like 75% of the time, the I was at the hospital at my son's bedside speaking for him, you know, because right. doctors are coming and nurses are coming and, you know, visually impaired. And so I get to help them with all these wires attached to him. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah. And then, okay, son, I got to go home and feed your brother and sister and I'll be back. And, you know, I'd have, thank goodness, Miss Evelyn, I love her to death. She would come and sit with my son for that hour or so while I'd go home, kiss the other children, reintroduce myself to him. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hey, remember me? I'm that crazy yelling woman that comes <laughs> home all the time periodically to feed you and make right. sure you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Right. You know, and then off I run. Mm. So I just had to really, you know, and of course read the refrigerator. His needs, her needs. Oh, yeah. Got to give hugs. Got to give love. Got to mm. give. Got to find those compassion panties in the car, you know, put them on before I go in the house. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Because you're constantly juggling. Yeah. And I just constantly felt like I was juggling everyone else's emotions. And I most importantly did not juggle mine. Mm. And 
that's where the danger began. Mm. So, yeah, mm. it's just so important um, for me. I want to reach that out to everybody and just say, you know, it's really okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay, stay. in the funk. Right. You know, get the help that you need. Reach out. I mean, thank God for Google these days. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, audiobooks on tape, whatever it is we need to do yeah. to just get to from our day to day. And, yeah. You know, we um, <clears throat> probably in the show notes, we need to uh, I just came, you know, to thinking about like different, I don't know if there's like caregivers hotlines or things like that. Oh, that like would that. be great. You know, we need to, um, <clears throat> we'll make sure that we get that for you um, because it may be just a call. I mean, it, everybody's in a different location, area, you know, um, place in their lives. They, they may yeah. not have friends or family. They may not have like a... Um, you know, you may work independently at home all the time and or mm-hmm. you may um, not have a, whether it's a job, um, church, community organization, um, yeah. or just a group of close. Yeah, because it was a parent. struggle. I didn't have church, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I had neighbors. Thank Neighbor. God for neighbors. Um, you know. Yeah. People that would just check on me here and there. But, yeah, it's yeah. when you're not, you know, when you're not involved in a church groups it's you know you don't really want to reach out to everybody all the time and tell everybody your business yeah you know yeah. so it does it can get really stored up mm-hmm. and you know i i say this all the time god put me right where i needed to be or you know i just things lined up mm-hmm. because the people that came into my life i really needed them mm-hmm. And, um, you know, shout out to Haley, my babysitter, Mm -hmm. you know, she's a blessing beyond blessing. She helped me watch my other two kids while I was trying to be a productive person, trying to make it look like I knew what I was doing, trying Mm -hmm. to be a grown up, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I had some beautiful, beautiful friends that in that time that I lived in Reading, uh, took really good care of me. Yeah. Yeah, and they did bring me into the church, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely needed it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was my support system. So, yeah. um, There is people people lined up. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be a church Yeah, if you don't choose it to be. But there are help out there. There is help out there. There is. You can reach out to your communities Mm -hmm. and just find what works for you. Yeah, someone to... Uh, someone to pour out to, someone to talk to, or at least begin, maybe even to just relieve some pressure. In the positive direction, right? Because there's negative ways to release that too. And that doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't help the circumstances going on at home. And yeah. Right. And it doesn't help the one that you're helping. um, Yeah. 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 That takes off the oxygen mask. (laughs) Yeah. You do the negative things. Yeah. uh, Wow. That takes the whole boat down. Yeah. 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 So, wow. So we just want to encourage. um, We just want to send encouragement and hopefully like the stories and the sharing. Yeah. Has. um, Because you matter. Yeah. You matter and know that you're not alone. That's our whole thing. Absolutely not alone. We all go through these things about not being okay. And uh, we want you to be okay. You will be okay. You will be That's okay. That's the great news. <laughs> yes. You will be okay. There's yes. definitely hope up there. Well, please, um, 
Anna Christie, any closing thoughts? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I do just, like I said, shout outs to all those who are really putting in the work and taking care of, you know, their loved ones. You are the most important person yeah. in their life. Um, you're their glue. You matter. You're important. Yeah. And yes, you deserve, you know, you got to remember to fill your cup. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You got to fill your cup because we give from our saucer, not our empty vessel. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you just got to pour over into yourself and make sure that you take care of you. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. We can close on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode. Um, it's okay not to be okay. And uh, we hope it was encouraging to you. Please uh, let us know how this is helping you. We want to hear from you. We want to know um, if you have questions. What's not helping you? Yeah, what's Cause, not? Because yeah, <laughs> we need to know. Give us the feedback. It's like, can you talk on something like this? Yeah, give and, us topics, please. Yeah, we love uh, topics. We have... Uh, endless amounts of <laughs> um, looking to bring you know different people on and talk about uh, different things, but we want to hear from you, and um, we really want to we really want to know yeah how this how this is how this is uh, coming across yeah oh, that's and where can we serve you yeah how can we serve you um, we want to do that we want to be um, serving to the masses and that's why we started this and um, we're really honored and humbled and grateful to be um, on your team and to be able to share and to encourage so um, with that uh, hit us up on our webpage at caregiverscarejar.com and also uh, it's the same um, on our facebook page is at caregiverscarejar.com and um, you can email us at yes, you can. the caregivers care job, <laughs> care jar, sorry, at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. Please share. And on the ratings for like iTunes and Spotify, we are on um, uh, Google, uh, Google, what's that? Google podcast and all of the other platforms and stuff like that. Uh, please sh- share it around. All right. Well, this concludes this episode. And we want to say thank you so much, Christy. Thank you for your sharing. Again, this is Vaughn, the voice brander, and my co-host, Miss Christy. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.